Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast, proudly presented by U.S. Sports Media. Here are your hosts. Hello everybody, James Arthur here, your host, and I'm joined in the new studio uh, by our co-host, Darren Johnston. How are you, buddy? Good evening, James. I actually feel like we are just sitting in a gigantic, gigantic room. It is pretty big, and also Julian Corbett. Thank you for being here, mate. Are you you recovered from the sickness? From two weeks ago? Yeah, well, we just when you walked in, you just looked a bit oh, unwell. Did something yeah. else happen? Just a bit of an old man injury. Just uh, tweaked, tweaked the groin. How'd you do that? Would you twerk? Going for a run or something. Like that, you twerked the what? Tweaked. Oh. Tweaked. Were you Not twerked. Were you, twerk were you, were you going for a run or like yeah. doing something super athletic? I was, uh, I was in my uh, stance. I was in my stance getting ready to... Uh, Take off after a, to discipline a child, and uh, <laughs> not with a switch. Myself. Did you get it hopping off the couch? A chair, not <laughs> the couch. <laughs> it was more of a dining chair. Well, it's funny. We had a bit of a conversation about it before the show, and uh, a bit of a misinterpretation. We caught a very good moment with our great man DJ. It's an old man getting off a chair injury. <laughs> getting off on a chair injury. How do you, how do you get off on a chair? You're recording now, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah, thanks, J.A. Um, so basically, we now play basically chicken before we start our podcast every week because me and Hools just have normal random conversations and we never know when J.A. is actually recording us. No, that's how I roll. And okay, so we are in the new studio. It's not quite full, fully set up yet, but I've got a few weeks to get it ready yeah, before we go to the I don't live think videos. it's the vault anymore. It might be the airplane hangar. It's... um. What would you say? It's right now before there's a bit of there's a wall that's got to go in the middle and divide it a bit. But right now it's probably it's six times bigger than the studio. Yeah, I can like reach my arms out without touching a wall. Yeah. it's quite luxurious. and you can walk through without having to duck. That's yeah. true. Um, and then and when we'll, the wall goes in and we get you know a bit more other work going on, it'll become a little bit smaller. But I think it'll still be four times bigger <laughs> at least, massive. Five at least. Times everyone will see it on the live uh, podcast when yeah. we well, once it's all set up I'll do a little video once I've got all the desks so right now I've just basically moved the same desk and everything into the into a corner so we're sitting in the corner of this massive room except exciting news about our bar fridge well I don't know if it's exciting there was a slight accident during the move <laughs> um, old uh, the old <laughs> bar fridge took a bit of a tumble and Let's just say Had a few too many bevies. It has a door, but there's no glass in the door anymore, <laughs> mm. and the motor is not in the fridge. <laughs> it's outside <laughs> of the carcass, so, so it's right more now, of a bar shelf. Yes, it's more of a bar shelf. Yes, but good news is, as we drink our absolutely magnificent uh, Burnley Brewing beer, is I've hit them up and. One of them got back to me and said they'll either have a second-hand one that I can buy off them, or they might even have one they don't need anymore. Um, that they can give me. So hopefully they help us out. But Burnley Brewing Co. 648 Bridge Road, Richmond. Almost, almost said Swan Street. Um, if you want to head down there for a meal, you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Burnley Brewing. Um, thank you guys very much for support. We are hopping in. We've still got the Tropical Pale Ales. That's our beer for this month. Um, very enjoyable. Very it tasty. It is enjoyable. And it is currently Good Beer Week. Yes. So Burnley Brewing are actually hosting a whole bunch of activities as well, much like all the other brewers in Melbourne. So get in there to visit them. Um, they've actually got a competition running currently on Instagram and Twitter. So check them out and get down there for a brew. Good boy, Deej. Well done. We'll probably head down there on the weekend, I think, have a yep. couple of beers and, and a meal. Say day also, their pasta there, I, it's fucking incredible. It's like homemade pasta. They do them like homemade carbonara that has like the egg cracked on it. Yeah, right. <sighs> oh. I've never had something that good. It's delicious and not super expensive either. Just like a normal pub meal. <laughs> Fantastic. So if you want to get down there, get down there and have a meal. Um, I'll mention Vault Studio website, vaultstudio.com.au. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as always. And our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the Vault Studio. If you would like to be a contributor on that, we would very much appreciate it. And thank you to all our Patreon supporters. It's um, very much appreciated, including our uh, number one and number two in here and the guy that deleted So our number two, our resident chef, Mr. Trenner. Yeah, Trenner's in here. He's bought some sausage rolls, uh, which they're not they're cold. They're for me for later, but you two have managed <laughs> to eat a few of them. I don't know what you're talking Even about. Even though in front of Jules there's a Michelle Bridges crunch time, lose weight fast and keep it off book. That's I, right. I, I actually I, can't. I couldn't make that up. That it's that it's entertaining that I gave it to you. I know. So <laughs> that's there. Calories um, in, calories out, guys. Coming up tonight, 
We've got a pretty pretty busy show. Actually, there was a fair bit of news this week, so we've got uh, a bit of news coming up, and then we'll do our top ten running backs. Uh, I reckon we may as well may as well start with uh, straight into the news. Just after our, our show last week, Ziggy Anza signed on with the Seahawks for a one-year $9 million. I think the base salary is about $5 million. There's a bit of incentive in it. Um, but a really good signing, I think, for the Seahawks who traded away Frank Clark and brought in a guy that, when he's been healthy, has been a really, really productive player but has just struggled with health the last couple of years. I know it's a big if, but if they can get him going right, um, it's a... Fairly good replacement, I think, for Frank Clark as that, that rush end. The last good year he had was 2015 before his injuries. He had about 12 and a half sacks, something in that ballpark. Yeah. Um, and so if you can bring in a guy that's going to give you that production again if he's healthy, because you can never predict an injury, um, yeah. then that's a pretty good signing by them. He will be the man when it comes to edge rushes because they don't have anyone else. Yeah, so if, if you look, he went... He's uh, drafted in 2013. He had eight sacks in 13, seven and a half in 14, 14 and a half in 15. Then in 2016, he was hurt, only had the two sacks. Um, and then in 2017, he had 12 sacks, um, which was pretty good. And then again, last year, he was hurt a lot and only had the four sacks. So really, if you get him healthy, he's a double-digit sack guy. Pretty yeah. much every season he's been healthy other than his first two years, he's had double-digit sacks. So. And I love the Seattle Seahawks defense. I'm yeah. sad that they got rid of Frank Clark because he was quite a weapon. They brought in a guy I don't think is as productive as Frank Clark, but he's still quite productive when he's healthy. So they're still a very potent defense. And a veteran guy. And he's a veteran And a veteran. Yeah. Born in Ghana. He's a Ghanaian-born player. Well, it's a cool name. Ziggy. Yeah, well, it's Ezekiel is his full name. Oh. Nick, his nickname is Ziggy. I don't know where it comes from. Ezekiel Nana Ziggyanza. That's his name. That's a cool name. It's a cool name. It's much cooler. Than Rolls mine. off the tongue. Rolls off the palate. Uh, all right, let's get to more Seattle talk. Cam Chancellor and Doug Baldwin have been released by the Seahawks. I'm not going to go too into the Cam Chancellor thing because he basically retired last year due to injury concerns. He had a he, significant neck injury. Yeah, he, he can't play again, so... I think that was just basically clearing him from the team now. He's not going to play for anyone else. He's done. And Do you think Doug Baldwin was because he actually brought up that he was thinking of retirement and they went, well, we'll cut the cords because we'll save a bunch of money? If he doesn't think he's ready. Yeah, I think they don't know what he's going to do and they decided, look, we're not, if we're not sure we can save some money cutting you now, yeah. we might do it now. You reckon um, he'll go elsewhere? Because he no, was a very productive slot Very receiver. good player. I think you'll find he'll retire. He's, he's only he's, 30 years old. Yeah, he's got another few years in him. Yeah, but he's he incredibly banged up. He is. But when healthy, he's probably one of the best slot receivers in the league. Yeah, but he did mention healthy. he was banged up only after DK Metcalf was traded like he's like oh I'm banged drafted. up I, yeah drafted he's only banged up because he doesn't want to take his shirt off in the locker room yeah, yeah I'm pretty I wouldn't up. want to either yeah, yeah, exactly this guy right. oh, no, had... all of a sudden I'm sorry I can't get in the gym because I'm sore so no no I can't do bench press sorry DK I, I actually think this guy's <laughs> a little bit overrated personally Doug Bowen yeah he's good really? he's a very good route runner one of the best route runners in the NFL but his best seasons were 2015 and 2016, where he had a thousand yards, eleven hundred yards from the slot. That's a massive mess. Yeah. He was, there, he was also played? their only weapon. How many games yeah. played? Those years, yeah, sixteen and sixteen. Okay, yeah. So, look, I think he's good. Don't get me wrong. I think he's been a really good player, but I don't think he's as and he's a big loss for them. But I don't think he's certainly like the guys are talking like he's a freaking Hall of Famer. That's just insane. Um, but yeah, he's he's solid. And he's, I wasn't talking about Edelman, by the way. No, Edelman's no, definitely he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Him and Danny Amendola, the Hall of Fame of fucking dumbasses. <laughs> love to Mate, if it. you win a Super Bowl MVP, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Love to put a few phone books in front of the podium at the Hall of Fame so they can take the speech. No, that's not true. So, on, on okay, on, on that, let's, yeah, let, let's do this. On that, Malcolm Smith is going to... I don't, I don't know who that is. Yeah, the, the linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks won the MVP when they defense, it pumped count. Denver. Um, okay, uh, who else? Come on. Mm, I'd get up MVPs again, but it takes one. Dexter <laughs> Dexter Lawrence from the Tampa Bay Bucks in two thousand and four. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's already in. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's what got a jacket. What position does he play? <laughs> <laughs> Receiver. He was a safety. Damn. Yeah, she said defensive guys doesn't. Good care. job, George. You tried. That's all right. No, that, that that was a good bit of fun. Is it Dexter Lawrence, the bloke that the Giants just drafted at pick seventeen? <laughs> no, that's someone else. Someone else. Someone else. 
I was like, I keep hearing echoes in this gigantic room. No, Dexter Lawrence is who they just drafted. I'm not lying. I know exactly who he fucking drafted. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Phones was at number six. Daniel Phones. <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> He's going to be a superstar. You brought him up this week. I was like, oh. Yeah, I I'll, had to. I thought I'd just rip off the bandaid. I'll, I'll get this guy. I'll get his name. It was Dexter something. Maybe it was two Dexter Lawrences. Dexter Jackson. Oh, well, that's what threw me. Okay. De- is, is, is Dion Branch going to the Hall of Fame? Oh, yes. yeah, he's a great D-tackle. Yeah. Uh, he's a receiver. Desmond Howard. <laughs> yes. Good kicker. Larry Brown. Lazar. <laughs> yeah. He plays defense. Uh, who else? Von Miller. Yes. Good <laughs> right no, guard I've got, there. I've got the best one to ruin this. Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah. He's going to win two more Super Bowls at Jacksonville and cement his place. You're an idiot. Oh, the Doug Baldwin guy, I think you'll retire. I like him. You think you'll, yeah, I like him too. Well, actually, I reckon that he'll, reckon do, work he'll retire. Else? But look, we'll I, go, think we'll go. I think he'll retire for it, have missed this season, get himself healthy and then go... Quite possibly mm, jump into a back. team for a year or two. Yeah. He brings a lot of experience. Like you said, he's an actual excellent elite route runner. Undrafted um, for agent. And so I think that's actually going to be good for him. Yep. Get a year Agreed. to get him well and then go and add his experience to another team. Uh, the Patriots have been pretty active. Ben Watson comes out of a very short retirement, signs with the Patriots. They also signed wide re- receiver Dontrell Inman. Dontrell Inman's a, a big wide receiver who was mm-hmm. the Cardinals, sorry, not Cardinals, Chargers, I believe, last year, or definitely the year before. Um, ben Watson was drafted by the Patriots That's in right. 2004 in the first, yeah, first round. round. Um, never really hit with the Patriots, but has had a very long and pretty... Good career. Well, yeah. people might remember yeah. that Jimmy Graham, who was the shining light of tight ends when he played for New Orleans, mm-hmm. got drafted. He got drafted to the Seahawks. Oh, drafted. He got traded to the Seahawks, and then they picked up this guy that was drafted in the first round of the Patriots called Ben Watson. Everyone was so excited that they traded for him and did nothing. I sort of let you know, Hulls, because you're getting him back. Yeah. He was with the Saints last year. He was with the Ravens the year before that. He's Enjoy. Yeah, I, I will. I don't think he's going to... There's so more to come. Sef- so, Seferius Jenkins, Ben Watson, yeah, who's well, starting? I, I think only one of them will make the team. I don't think they'll both be on the starting roster. I if I had to guess now, it'll be Benjamin Watson because he'll know what to do in that system. So, he was at the Patriots for six years, Browns for three, Saints for three, Ravens, and back to the Saints last year. Best season he ever had was 2015 with the Saints where he had 825 yards and six touchdowns. Um he was most memorably known for in the uh, Patriots of the guy that um, chasing down Champ, he ran Bailey, down Champ Bailey in that corner. That was now they scored a play later, but just the effort on that play was just phenomenal. So if you yep. haven't seen that tape, everyone look up it's Ben amazing. Watson chasing down Champ Bailey. Uh, Champ amazing Bailey. effort by an offensive player. Yeah, funnily enough, just off topic, but Champ Bailey. Do you know? I think one of the best player for player trades of all time was Denver and the Redskins traded Clinton Porters for Champ Bailey in a straight swap. And then Champ Clinton Bailey Porters. Champ Bailey goes on to be a Hall of Fame corner and Clinton Porters goes on to be a you know near Hall of Fame running back. That's crazy. That's a great trade though. That's both, both teams that walk away going, yep, we both awesome. got what we wanted and they were both were awesome players. Quick question, yeah. who would you take? Who? Yeah. Champ Bailey. Yeah, Champ yeah. Bailey played for fifteen years running purely on position value. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Corners are hard to find now. Champ Bailey was a superstar. Uh Giants sign right tackle Mike Remmers. Uh, he was at Carolina two years ago where he was okay. And last year he sucked it up in Minnesota worse than what some people have ever seen. Uh, DJ, you're the resident uh, Giants fan here. What are your thoughts? Funny enough, it's actually an upgrade. From from our other right tackle whose name I can't, name remember. I can't remember either, um, which is bad. But yeah, so basically, our entire O-line from left to right was a pretty good O-line looking at it except for our right tackle and they replaced it with at least a veteran. I didn't say a good veteran, but they replaced him with a veteran. And I'll look, I'm excited to see what happens. It's, he certainly knows how to play. Like I don't know if it's a great, great signing. Uh, Chad Wheeler was your right tackle last year. Yes, he wasn't very good. No, he was terrible. So you've had a Kevin Zeitler, obviously took Will Hernandez last year. Nate Solder is incredibly overpaid. But and Jalapio is the center. And then, yeah, Jalapio. Was he there last year? Yep. Yeah, so they've added some good 
it's definitely an upgrade, um, which we'll get to running backs later, but it might be a... First time in a long time that we have five men on the offensive line that people actually recognise their names. Literally, you could actually go, oh, I've heard that name before. I, some, I recognise Derek Flowers' name a lot. Um, in a lot, of, not, a lot not, of memes? Not for good things. In a lot of memes? <laughs> Typically, good blocks. things don't end up in memes. No, that's true. Like Aaron Rodgers' death in Game of Thrones. <gasps> where he was burned by a dragon to death. Spoilers. While the dragon burns the entire city to the ground, including Jon Snow, Targaryen, Stormborn, Arya Stonk and the other um, Re- Re- Rebel Alliance. The Rebel Alliance. Han Solo. Hans <laughs> They're as well. all gone. So Jay hasn't actually watched the episode, by I the don't way. Watch any so Game of Thrones. He's finding it very funny to make up fake spoilers for those people who just signed off. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, it's been out for 24 hours. It's a live sporting event. Get over it. Watch it. Been yourself. out for about 11 hours, but yep, go on. When was it today? today? No, Monday. Monday well, at 11 a.m. Oh, yeah, so, like yeah. I said, it's been a long week. For me. <laughs> it's been two days. Okay. Flacco. Joe Flacco. Prime man. Flack dog. He came out and did a bit of a big bend and said refusing to mentor Drew Locke. I heard this footage. The difference between him yeah, and exactly. Big Ben was the way he went about it. He didn't just go, no, I'm not doing that and laughed. He said, look, I hope he develops well. I'll help him where I can. But my job isn't to develop a quarterback. Yeah, my job is yeah. to win games. He said his focus is not going to be on mentoring Drew Locke. Yeah, which he's, is which is fair playing enough. good football. Yeah, totally well, He fair wasn't enough. throwing a dramatic hissy fit like Ben did. No. No. I thought it was all right. It wasn't as bad as Big Ben. But yeah. why do the media... Ask these dumb questions. Like they, they do it to try and get a rise out of him. Of and I they thought do. he handled. They all want clicks. He or is subscribes or whatever it is. Flacco is or Patreons. Flacco is a oh, pro on Patreon, and he answered like a pro in my opinion. I don't even think Drew Locke will start a game this year. I think I think Flacco, barring injury, Flacco will play is the an whole injury season. prone quarterback. He is, but I think he'll play the whole season. Drew yeah. Locke will start. At What's some the point? over under? What do you reckon? If I said eight, and, eight and a half games, oh over. Flacco plays over eight and a half. Yeah, for sure. Over, yeah. Yeah. They've got all their, their running backs, all their receivers are all like second year players. It's a super young team. Mm-hmm. I think they want to keep Flacco in there as long as possible. Bloody earth they do. And look, if Drew Locke has to sit there for two years, then he has to sit there for two years. But Flacco doesn't have more than two years in his prime, even if you ask Elway. Well, no, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. Elway think he's, and he's been, in his prime, but your prime falls hot, off. He's red hot on the injuries the last couple of years. Drew Flacco's only played a couple of games. Drew Flacco's 34 years old. He's one injury away from the end of his career, so I think that the Broncos have made a very good late-round pick, not late-round, second-round pick in Drew Locke. I mentioned in yeah. our pre-draft podcast that Drew Locke was my favourite QB, apart from, obviously, Kyle and Murray, um, in the entire draft. And so I think they made a very good pick at 42. Yeah, awesome. The Broncos came out and said that Drew Locke was their number one QB over Murray. Like, they wanted him no matter <laughs> They would have picked him with their three picks before 42 if that was the case. But, yeah, I understand that Elway needs to make a very strong... Such yeah. a load of saying. shit. So, you're telling me if Kyler Murray fell to the second round... To 42. They would have taken him over Locke. So, Boy. what if he'd fell to 10? Would have they traded back out and got where they taken him? Don't know. You have to ask Johnny Boy. Mm. Johnny Boy is a dead set fuck stick. There's no two ways about it. But if he wants to come on the show and defend himself, I'd happily talk to him. Oh, actually, uh, look, we'll all be we'll all find out Great very football soon player. whether Joe Flacco is in his prime or not. Yeah, I just we'll get, find out very I get soon. sick I of owners know. and GMs just saying shit for the sake of fucking saying shit. Like you don't need to. If someone's not sure what Joe Flacco is like, just say yeah, he'll be the starter this year. We're looking forward to see how he goes. Why do you say, oh, no, he's in his prime. He's going to be a superstar. Why do that sort of... I don't get it. Just be honest. And, or just you, want to, you want to fire people up like us to talk about it and then the the Broncos fans stick up for him yeah, but and then, go and buy tickets but and then jerseys. When, but and when Flacco crashes and burns and isn't in no his prime... No one will remember. Oh, he does mm. awesome and everyone gets proven wrong and John Elway becomes an absolute boss oracle. No, I think John Elway's had all his goes. Yeah, signing Peyton maybe Manning the, was a good the, move. That was about it. I was yeah, going to say, was he, made a, he did. He made a couple of Well, it wasn't. His moves. neck was pretty busted up. It was they won, a, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, true, 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 true. All right, uh, staying in Bronco land, uh, Broncos cornerback Chris Harris, outstanding slot corner, is either wanting a pay rise or a trade. If you are the Broncos, what do you do with Chris Harris? 
Trade. Trade? Easily. No one holds a club for ransom that publicly. No, mm-hmm. and they're not in a window. Like they're, they're not in the window. No they've got a young team. I think they would feel they are. Yeah, they've got a no. young team. Half of their top-tier players are all their second and third year. Yeah. They've got another couple of years before they need to start answering questions. I think that you don't hold a team to ransom. You don't hold someone like Elway to ransom. Look what happened with Brock Osweiler. He let him go. And then brought him back. So um, his pro football focus had the third ranked defense, um, cornerback last year, and he was very, very good last year until he got hurt. They got rid of Tlaib the year before. The year before, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. He went to LA. Look, I think they. The big thing is they and they signed they, they signed Joe Flacco. They did. They signed Kareem Jackson for big money, and now Chris Harris is not the highest paid corner on that team. So I can understand. He's much better than Kareem Jackson. I can understand oh, yes, why he would want that so. money. Not that Kareem Jackson's bad. He's a pretty good player too. Had a good year last year. So, Personally, I'd just give him the pay rise he wants. With the what? It depends. What Does he want top tier well, number one don't. cornerback rate? Who like, knows? Does he want a five-year bloody Landon Collins contract? Like, What does he want? And that's the difference. Know. If you want something that's reasonable, then you give it to him. If you want something that's going to break the mold of all cornerbacks, then I think that they're not in the window to pay that. They've got to get rid of him. Or throw a tag on him. Well, you can't throw a tag on him midway of the season. No, so next they've, year, they've got to get him through the year. Yeah. Um, there's one more bit of news that I didn't put in the rundown. I forgot. Uh, Miami Dolphins Xavier Howard signs a. I'm trying to get the, the actual details up. Um, big extension. Xavier Howard. Um, I just want to get the money right. He contract extension. It is five years. Does anyone know it? No. I think it's about forty-five million. Let's try and get to load up. God, the internet. The internet at the uh, new studio isn't all it cracked up to be. We don't have internet yet. So uh, it's all going off our base general knowledge. Yeah, it's so a five years, sixty-five million. Forty-five guaranteed. Forty-five guaranteed. So. He's the highest paid corner in the NFL now. I think it was a little premature. I would have made him play one more season. Well, if anyone knew about premature, it'd be you. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of teams that are not in the window. The Dolphins are not yes, in the window. exactly right. Like, I get you want to keep young talent talent guys, but I just don't get the rush to do it right now. Wait till the end of the year and offer if, exactly if you right. offer him the mo- If you're going to give someone the most money at the position, they're going to accept it. They're not going to go, nah, that's not enough money. Like, yeah. So, if you're going to offer that, offer it at the end of the year and see how he goes on the year because he might struggle he might have this a crap year. year. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, the Dolphins, unfortunately for all of our resident Dolphin fans, they're not going to have an amazing year. And I, don't, I think they're a couple of years away from having a decent year. Yeah. So, why would you pay a bloke a ton of money when you don't have to? Yeah, he did. He led the league in interceptions last year or tied for the league with seven. Um, he had four the year before and then zero in his first year, which he didn't play a lot in his rookie year. Um, but... Like he's he's a he was a good corner in 2017. He was a great corner in 2018. I just want to see if he just takes that one more step. You know, he's a second round pick. So he can't fifth your option, but give him this season and then offer him the most. If he plays like that again and has another lead then he'll interceptions, have earned it. Yeah, then go. You know what? Boom. Here's but the most also, money. Also, then Josh and Rosen. Then Josh it. Rosen might have had a year that actually makes him a quarterback, and the team might start building around Josh Rosen. Then they yeah, might if, start building. You're towards right. Having if, if Josh Rosen team. stinks and they go, okay, we're not any closer then to we a quarterback. Rebuilding again. Do you let it go like Xavier Howard walk away and go? Well, you know what? We can give you that money and you're worth it, but. For the team, it's just not gonna. Doesn't matter if you're on the team yeah. or not because we suck. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. The biggest exactly. issue with the Dolphins are get a pick somewhere. My biggest issue with the Dolphins have been that they've just kind of been mediocre for so long. They haven't had to get any like really good talent through. They've been waiting for Tanago yeah. to get over his yeah. elbow every year. That's what I mean. They, they're just never low enough to get kind of that top three pick, which you need to get that really good generational talent and then trade it away like Khalil Mack. <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. what, that's what Giants are doing with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is waiting, was, waiting to trade him. Daniel away. Jones was a terrific pick and a terrific person. And you know what? If you don't stop picking on him, I'm just gonna freaking kick you off the show. All right? Easy. Make Daniel Jones great again. Okay, let's get to top tens. He did quarterbacks last week. Uh, it had a pretty good response. There was no negative response or anything. I was well, ignored all my emails. Make Alex Smith number one overall. That's what you got to do if you want. <laughs> if you want the, if you want the clicks, <laughs> that's what you got to do. Oh, let's <laughs> get crazy then. Yeah, right, so we've all done a top ten. Crazy. Um, running backs, a lot of good running backs in the NFL. I mentioned, I mentioned before we started 
today's podcast that it was very difficult to rank the top 10 individual running backs because of the trend of each a lot of teams running a committee of running backs. Mm. Yep. So an individual running back might be good, but they only, they're only they not getting as many snaps as some of the other running backs. So their yeah. stats don't look as good. Their tight end ratios don't look as good. Um, and so what I've done and what I think you guys have done as well is based it upon individual running backs. Ram it all day and ram it all night. Exactly right. I didn't mean to click that. <laughs> It did not even match what I was doing. I apologise. It might buy my third. But anyway, yes, third, third. <laughs> hey, mate, we only got. We'll li- just go. We only it. have a limited amount of beers per month. Okay. <laughs> right now, you are taking up a big little chunk of those beers. Exactly right. We might have to hit up when we when they're in there on the weekend for a meal and a beer. We might have to hit them up and go. You know, can we make it three slabs <laughs> a month? We drink Sorry. a lot more than we thought. Tuesdays are a bad day of the week. Well, when they're this delicious, it's hard not to. That's they're exactly bloody right. good. Delicious. Um, Speaking of, we back in a minute. Where are you going? Are you really? Okay, good. All right, so we've got top, top 10 running backs. What we'll do is three of us doing it. We'll just do one at a time. So one, we'll all do our 10. ten and then if they're on someone else's list closer up, then... Higher up. Higher up, then yep. we'll... Um, we won't talk about it till we get to the highest person's list. Sure. Um, do you want me to start with my number 10? Yes, please. I have Melvin Gordon of the LA Chargers. Who's your 10, Hulls? My hen. My, t- my hen. Your my hen. 10 your hen? is Todd Gurley of the Los Tenth. Angeles Rams. 10th. Hmm? Okay. I have him a little higher. I have so Melvin Gordon number 10. team in the absolute lurch. Do you have Melvin Gordon higher? I do. Okay. So... Everyone's got uh, Melvin Gordon or Todd Gurley. Melvin Gordon, Gordon, number 10. All right. Let's do number nine. I've got Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Mm. No, I suggest neither of you guys have him on your list. No. No. Now, I've got him on my list. The new coach, LaFleur. He's he's already said he's going to use the running back more. Um, He is an exceptional pass protector, one of the best pass protectors in the NFL. Very good receiver. If Mike McCarthy knew how to use Aaron Jones, he would still have a job for the Green Bay Packers. Um, when he's used correctly and successfully, he shows everything to be able to be an extremely good running back. They've improved their offensive line in the offseason. They're going to be more balanced. I just think he's going to have a breakout year and going to be you know, potentially a top five rushing yard sort of guy. That's how high I am on him. You're right. He is very talented. Yep. Um, and the the small amount of shows that he gave last year wasn't his fault that he didn't no. have that many. Like you mentioned, there Mike were games McCarthy where he'd have seventy five well. yards at halftime on like four and a half, you know, four point eight yards per carry, and they just go, yeah, let's not run the ball anymore. Yeah, they'll yeah. get they'll get to like, like the four well, yard line, and just, I, don't, I don't know if that's McCarthy stupid. or Rogers. We're going to find out. But we shall see. That's interesting. Number nine, coming, you put him above Melvin Gordon. Yep, I just think that, going into this season, I just think he's got everything going for him. Melvin Gordon, which we'll get to, also shares carries with Austin Eckler, who's a pro football focus darling, but a, a very good backup running back that will take some snaps. Like you said, good. we will get and there. And durability. We'll get motion. there because I've got a little bit of a talk about Melvin Gordon too. Okay. number. Did you do your nines? Jules? Number nine, Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. I've got him. From the New Orleans Saints. I've got him higher. Hulls, who you got I've number got nine? Him, I've got him higher. My number nine is James Conner. Okay. I have James Conner. At 13 on my list, so oh. just outside. Where have you got him high? Eight. So you got him next. Next. Okay, so DJ's eight is James Connor and Hulls' nine is James Connor. From Pittsburgh Connor. Steelers. I didn't have him. I just... He's just... Is he a result of that really good offensive line there? Because every running back they ever put in basically does really well. And has that changed? Yeah, no, it hasn't. It's That's still right. really so good. So I think that he's, he's number eight for me. Look, he played 13 games last year. Yeah, so he got 12 touchdowns, he had 973 yards and 4.53 per carry average. Mm -hmm. And he was, what, a first-year player? Uh, And he did really, really well. Amazingly well. Amazingly well well early on specifically. And then started to crumble late. He crumbled a bit late. But look, injuries in help. First year player. Yeah, yeah I agree. First year and player, that's, injuries That's what makes help. me wary. Their actual team in general started falling off as well in their production because they had multiple injuries. They had a whole bunch of things going on with the the Divas in their wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it wasn't his fault for them, for his decreased stats prior to his injury. And so I think that he's definitely worthwhile in the top 10. Yeah, look, if, if he does that again this year and plays, you know, 15 games, I think... 14 games, I think 16 games for running backs is pretty freaking tough in the it's NFL hard. now. As a, as a bell cow, if he can do you know, 13, 14 games and do it again, then he'll definitely jump into my top 10. 
I just want to see it first because what worries me when a guy starts off so well and then drops off is the teams working out a little bit. Now, before looking at the TV, who's mm. the backup running back behind James Conner? Oh, they drafted him and they drafted a that's guy. The, yeah, that, that, that guy is the third running back. The current backup is Jalen Samuels. Yeah, Jalen Samuels is there from uh. last year. He's not very good. So basic. No. So basically, he's the bell cow. Well, he will be. And the Pittsburgh Steelers forever has had a very strong offense. And yep. I don't think losing... Like, they didn't have Bell last year. And they had Brown for most of the year, but his head wasn't there. So I don't think that their offense is going to decrease in potency. Sure. Okay. Uh, number. I'll do my number eight. I have Derek Henry of the Tennessee Titans. I'm higher. Higher? This is where I've got Melvin Gordon. So... So you got Gordon at eight. Okay, Correct. so we can talk Gordon now. So I had him at 10, DJ at 10, at 10, you at eight. I said it before, the big thing for me is, well, there's two two issues with him being top 10. Austin Eckler is going to take snaps because he's a, he's a good back. He's a yep. very good back, Austin Eckler. And his durability, he just breaks down too often in big moments when they need him. When he's healthy, he is an outstanding running back and one of the best in the league. But just you want that guy to be around all the time. So Melvin Gordon, I had him at 10. Well, look, don't forget, at 10, 10 out of 32 teams and out well, of multiples, that's a yeah, massive there's thing not, to have. There's not many 10. teams that only use one. Like, exactly right. There's probably some teams that have two running backs on this list so before because someone he, gets one. Because he is not as durable as a lot of other running backs, they started, obviously, job sharing with Eckler. And Eckler's not a bad running back. I don't think he's a great running back. He's a good... He's a good backup good, good He's backup a good running backup running back. Running back. Whereas like you, Melvin the, Gordon, the is if he's healthy, Melvin Gordon's the man. Don't forget, the year before yeah. last, in his first year, he got injured really early on and was playing the entire year with a fractured femur. Then in last year, he had micro-fractures in his leg somewhere. I don't know which bone it was. And so he still wasn't playing great and only played 12 games. And he still scored 10 touchdowns, ran for 885 yards with a 5.06 per carry average. So he's a boss. If they can keep him healthy, he's dynamite. He's so exciting to watch. Um, so I think he, he, yeah, definitely attempt for me purely on durability. We've both got him around mm-hmm. the same area, though, like 10 and 8. It's only two, two sides. Everyone kind of thinks of him the same, I assume. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's do sevens. Uh, my seven is Todd Gurley out of the LA Rams. Jules, you had him at 10, I believe. I did, yep. DJ, a little, you higher. little higher. Okay, we'll wait. Um, who's your seven? David Johnson out of Arizona. Okay, I have him higher. Who's David Devonta jo- Freeman. Devonta Freeman. I don't have Devonta Freeman Neither on my do list. I. Mm. I have him at 12. I have Devonta Freeman. See, uh, Torrey Smith is... Not Torrey Smith. Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. He's gone to the 49ers, and I think it's going to be a huge season for Freeman because they don't have that. Uh, Tevin Coleman could be, will be, a starting running back for the 49ers. And effectively, it was a pretty much a 40-60 split yeah. there at the Falcons. And now it's going to be all Freeman. Are you worried about his health, though? Because that's what scares me. Yeah. But that's... I mean, it's a running back position. It's all about health. Yeah. Because he's just... The last last year, he was injury... Terrible injuries. And the year before, he was a bit the same. Since their Super Bowl run, he kind of hasn't been the same guy. I, I like Devonta Freeman a lot. Like... If he doesn't have injury issues, he's probably in a top five for me. That's how much I like him because he can do so much in that offense. But yep. it just, yeah, I just worry so much about him being durable and getting those numbers and being around when they really need him in the big games. And without Tevin Coleman to help out, I just, yeah, I, I know Ward's a, a pretty good running back and Smith's pretty good. So I was going to say that they actually have been using Emo Smith, is it? Yeah, Smith's pretty so good. So yeah. their game plan at Atlanta has forever been the change up pace. Yeah, it's always been a change up of pace of running back. So they've yep. always had the Devontae Freeman, who's a you know banging running back that takes the ball out of the QB's hands. Tevin Coleman came in and he was the obviously the back catcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that it's going to change. Imo Smith is still going to come in and do the same thing. Um, and that's why I didn't have Devontae Freeman as high. Durability versus um, someone else also job sharing. So yeah, um, but if, but he does get if he does get seventy to eighty percent of the snaps. He's an exciting running back to watch when he's healthy. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so your seven, your seven was David, David Johnson. David Johnson. Oh, wait, he's coming up high with me. Your seven was... Freeman. Freeman. And mine was Todd Gurley, who we were just waiting for you. No, You'll waiting have to wait a while. For you? Fucking hell. Okay, <laughs> my six, I have Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. DJ, you had him already at, at nine. At nine. I got him higher. 
Got him higher. Okay, cool. We'll wait for that. I have Joe Mixon out of Cincinnati. Uh, Please use his full analytical name. Joe Joe piece of shit Mixon. 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 (laughs) (laughs) What is a fucking real name, Mixon? Um, I have him at 11 on my list. I have him about 11 or 12. Yeah, and I, the reason I have him there, Deej, I think he's a good back. And I, I'm taking all person shit out of it. I, Mixon, to me, is nowhere near as bad as some of the other guys. What he did was fucking terrible. And if it was on film, which was even worse, but he was provoked pretty badly. Whereas the other, like, one other guy, Tyreek Hill, was just a piece of <laughs> shit. We were so, started, but yeah. I, I think Mixon, in a lot of ways, has actually learned his lesson. And as every year goes by and he stays squeaky clean, I kind of get more of a, yeah, he just made a big mistake yeah. and he's so, moving on. Basically, Joe Mixon is in his second year as a running back. Third year. Third year as a running yep. back. Um, but he ran behind um, a starter for an entire two years, didn't he? Who was a starter? Giovanni. They had Giovanni Jeremy Hill. And Jeremy Hill was Jeremy first Hill was year. in his first year, so he didn't get a touch of the ball, basically. Second year, he was half the man with Gio Bernard. Um, and he still, basically, he ran for 11.68 yards, eight touchdowns, 4.93 average out of 14 games. Um, and at Cincinnati did not do very well. So he was probably, for me, he was one of the only good things that actually came out of Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati. My so only issue with Bengals. Bengals. My, my, my big issue with Mixon as a running back is he's kind of just meh. Like he's not exceptionally fast. He's not exceptionally powerful. He's a good pass blocker. He's a good like, Either receiving back. Marshall, fucking, fucking kidding me? Yeah, look at him. Bulk's one of the most naturally talented running backs. Exactly in right. History. He wasn't fast. He, he was wasn't exceptionally that fast. He had he great was small. hips. He was small. Great hips. But Mixon doesn't show that stuff. He's, oh, look, I think Mixon's very, a very he's, exciting he's, running back. He's a, to he's watch. a lunch pail guy. Like he's going to get you the honest yards. He's going to take the four yards. He's going to do the right thing. But he's also um, not going to get hurt. Like yeah, he's, he's durable. He's durable. He's reliable. I like him, but I want someone that's just a bit more explosive. And Gio, Gio Bernard is a he pass catcher at the back. Gio field. Bernard he's will not barely great. play. He'll barely play. And also, I think Joe Mixon's going to be the bell cow. Yeah. No, no, I certainly don't, I don't doubt it. I just think six is a little high for him. It's a little high. Uh, you're telling me you'd take Joe Mixon over Alvin Kamara? Yep. Wow. Out of, out of Alvin Kamara running a committee with Latavius Murray, yep. Well, it's not the same. It will be. He's not going to... Latavius Murray won't do a lot. Yeah, but if you Yeah, he did a lot for Minnesota. Alvin Kamara mm, for the Saints fine. or Alvin Kamara for the Giants? If you put him on the Giants, who would you rather have? Would you still rather Kamara? Yes. Alvin Kamara has a skill no. set that not a lot of guys have. Which, He's saying. a very exciting so, running I, I, had, I had him Kamara. at six. I had him at six. You had him at six. No, no, you, had him Joe at, you had him at nine. I had Alvin Kamara at six. Where have you had Alvin Still Kamara? Still coming. Still coming. Stats okay. Let's, let's do our fives then. Yep. I have Christian McCaffrey running back Carolina Panthers. Obviously running back. Um, <laughs> are you guys... <laughs> who do you have five? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell at five. Okay. So do you guys have McCaffrey coming up? I do. Yep. I have Le'Veon Bell coming up a little bit higher. Uh, you don't have Le'Veon Bell in your top ten. He didn't play last year, so I've got nothing to go off. We'll, we'll get to you. We'll get to you later, you douche. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't want to kick off higher. anyone who, else out of my ten. Who was your five? Um, Derek Henry. Derek Henry. So I had him at... Have you got him higher? I don't have him on my list. Oh, he's not on your list. Nope. Okay, so you have him at five. I had him at, at eight. I think if Derek Henry is used correctly and used the way he was used the last kind of four or five games... He may be the most talented running back in the, the NFL. Last on four trends. or five games of the year, Tennessee was the most exciting to watch of Derrick Henry. If it was insane watching put, what he did. Put all these running backs in a vacuum, and you're just picking them purely on traits. I think Derrick Henry is the best of the absolute lot of beast. I think his biggest downside, though, is he's on the Titans, and I don't <laughs> believe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand. I just I'm backing have the, to the run t- the ball. Like I, I only had him at I had him at eight, which is a lot higher than five. You've got him very. Very high. That last five rounds of the year last he year was were insane. So, look, his stats, they are, miscons- they are misleading because he scored, what, he ran for 1,059 yards, 12 touchdowns, 4.93 um, yards per carry. The majority of that happened from round 10 to 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before yeah. then, he basically did nothing. They were trying to use um, Dale Lewis. Theoretic. Who's the, who's the old? Dale Lewis. Uh, Theoretic's Detroit. Ah, Dale God. Lewis. Dale yeah. Lewis. They were trying to use him too much. And That's be, true. It was when Mariota actually got hurt that Derrick Henry just became this animal. 
I just think his skill set is so impressive, and I want to see it happen. I, oh, I'm, I'm re- so excited about that. I remember That's why watching- I'm predicting for 2019. If he continues on that same trait that he finished 2018 on, I'm very excited to watch him. He could lead the league in rushing. Exactly. Yeah, right. but I, I, I think it's like no one was paying attention to him because they were using Lewis, and now there's tape on him, and everyone's going to key off him. I don't think he's going to be the as game, explosive. I don't remember who they played, but when he had the 99 yard touch, they run and ended up having you know, almost 280 yeah, yards rushing, almost and 300 yards rushing. I remember watching that game and just thinking to myself, this guy could be the best running back in the NFL. Like he that's how good scary he is. good. And then he went on, and I thought, you know what? He's a one-hit wonder. And then he went on to have like four or five weeks in a row where he just dominated. So if they can find that and get that out of him, he yeah. can. He could be. I got all dominated by him in fantasy so badly. He scored. He dropped like a forty-eight. He, he had a he had a run. The second half of his season was just insane. It was crazy. Um, but I can also understand why you don't have him on your list, tools. I really can because the Tennessee Titans are such a clusterfuck of a unit of an organization. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, they could. If anyone could screw it up, well, Mariota passed the ball, and that's why hit. Levy and Bell's at five. Yeah. Yes, well, Mariota. Passed the ball, hit the cornerback, and reflected. He caught his own pass and ran it for a touchdown, like a year and a half ago. And he only scored eight touchdowns that year. Exactly right. He scored. He passed and caught it himself for a touchdown. It was in a playoff game against the Chiefs. It was. It was the best play. It's the best play I've ever seen in football. That was intentional. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, Okay, so just so you had Derrick Henry at five. You don't have him on your list. Who was your five again? Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. He's coming up for me. Not coming up for douchebag Mm -hmm. over there. Nope. Um, I had Christian you, McCaffrey at four. You have Christian McCaffrey at four. I have David Johnson at four. Who's? I have McCaffrey at four. McCaffrey at four. Let, let's talk McCaffrey. We all had him around the same area. Jacked. I, yeah, he's also jacked this offseason. He's put on a yep. lot of weight. I don't think there's a more versatile running back in the NFL. There is a guy that can do everything at a really, really good level. Um, because he's put on weight now as well, muscle weight, yep. he can now start running a bit more downhill and hitting the edge I of tackles that, as opposed to just having the, to go outside the tackles. That was the big surprise for me the last like last year is that he is such a good inside runner. Like, and coming out His of first Stanford, cut's really fast. Yeah, coming out of Stanford, like we should have seen this because they do run inside zone a lot. So I, I just think he surprised me. I did not think he was going to be worth the eighth overall pick, but I think he really is now. I think he can be. He's proven it by a mile. Yeah, he can be a very big feature for one them. of his. I think the one of the things that's scary to watch him about is at a bubble screen or a little player, he can make it into an eighty-yard rush. He can just absolutely yeah, make just a, anything a, out of nothing. Standing athlete, and that's absolutely. That's what I mean when we're talking about Joe Mixon. That's what I want. All my guys on my top ten. Well, that's why other Joe than Mixon Aaron Jones, other than Aaron Jones, maybe can all do that. They can all make that play, and that's yeah. what I like in a running back. That's mm-hmm. what I appreciate. So, just different. But McCaffrey's got all of it. He's yeah. um, he's gonna be great. There's only a couple of guys who will get to it. The very and, top and of also the other the bloke that currently is Artis Payne. Yeah, he's gonna be yeah. a bell cow. He'll be a bell yeah. cow. Yeah. All right. So that was four. I had David Johnson at four. Who's where have you got? Have you got Johnson coming up? Four. You got him at four. You had him at where? Are seven. You? Seven. So four and seven's a. I don't know if it's only three spots. It's a fair jump. I The injuries have really slowed him down the last couple of years. T- normally, second season back from a knee injury is when you start to get back to your normal. Yep. I'm expecting that with the coaching staff there. The coach's mm-hmm. name, I've just completely forgotten. Um, the new one's Cliff, uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Sorry, double K. Uh, we don't mention Triple K, though. We don't do that shit. <laughs> we don't do that. Uh, <laughs> DJ, minority. Is, DJ has just Took choked off on list. his beer. <laughs> um, yeah, Double K. He He's going to be very, very, very highly used in this offense. Absolutely. With a young quarterback. Not much going on at receiver either. Like, just young guys at receiver. And though Fitzgerald, he brings the average up a bit. But yeah. I think David Johnson is just going to explode back into the NFL. My hesitation, what's yep. much like Melvin Gordon, was that he um, the injury injuries. worries, and yeah. that's concerning because guys with a knee, I've never really seen someone with a significant knee come back to a hundred percent. No, they never do. But um, and the, but things, and that's in, look, his hundred percent was massive. So if yeah. he comes down to nine, they're still pretty good. But you can't really tell how long it's going to take. That's why I have him at seven. He's a much better athlete than Melvin Gordon, in my opinion. He's, much, he's a bit more talented, and that's why I have him higher than him. Bigger, but stronger. It, bigger, stronger. He, he's, he's an exciting player. He God, his first wheel route that he played for the Arizona Cardinals, which they highlighted on... Um, what's the show that... Arizona, Arizona, Total Access. No. Oh, um, 
hard knocks the season long, hard, all yeah. or nothing, all or nothing. Watching his first wheel route that he took to the edge and then ran like seventy yards in was so freaking exciting. And he's to watch. big too. He's like, big. He's good. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I had him great, high, but I would have, I would have definitely had him higher, except for his injury potential and coming back to one hundred percent. The difference between his injury concerns and Melvin Gordon is Melvin Gordon always has something little wrong. There's always something. He just had one bad injury. And yeah, he might not come back. We don't know, but I'm backing with doctors these days and with knees. They normally get back to pretty much full. Not not quite. No one will ever be the same. But we'll I see. just... I think he'll get back to four. I'm assuming you're the same. Oh, look, I really hope he does. Four. I really you hope he four does. You four too, yeah? Both at four. Both at four, We've got yeah. a couple of snaps. Okay. And when you go the same and you go snap, you know that game? Snap? I love no. snap. No. Hulls is just, he's a bit bitter because I don't he think tore he his like groin snap. getting off a couch. <laughs> I don't think he'd Sorry, be good at snap. A chair. <laughs> it was a dining chair? Dining room chair. Yeah. Dining room chair. Oh, that's that. Actually, you know what? Why didn't you mention that? They're way tougher to get out Not of. Padded. Like Not padded. Most dining room chairs have arms. So how yeah. the hell did you tweet? Yeah, then why didn't you use your upper body, man? He's such a defensive lineman. Oh, push. I'm just going to push you with my legs. <laughs> I'm not going to think. I'm just going to push for you. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all uh, I do when I play football. Who was your four? I can't remember now. Uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Okay, good. So that's all our fours going. Threes. I have the man, Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. I have Alvin Kamara. Whoa. We had him real high. Have you had Le'Veon Bell already? Yeah. Five. Five. And you don't have Levin Bell on your list. So let's do Levin Bell. I had him at three. You have him at five. I think the year off, although it was a fucking dumb decision financially, it's going to do him nothing but good because he's going to come in fresh. And I agree. But he's going to come in fresh at the Jets where yeah. they're going to destroy him. That's why he's at five and not two for me. I think the, the biggest reason, one, you don't have him on your list because you're just trying to be a spiteful prick. <laughs> He's nodding. DJ, just let the record show that DJ is nodding. I'm a, I'm a New York football fan for the Giants. So? What's it got to do with Levy and Bell? He played for the Steelers. Yeah, but he's playing for the Jets. Oh, of course. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Go on, James. Work that Jesus out. Jesus Christ. Why do you hate the Jets? How many of those beers have you They're New York. One. They're pathetic. There's only one team in New York, mate. Yeah, the Jets. the Knicks. The Knicks. <laughs> I'll say the Mets. Is there two <laughs> NBA, to, NBA teams in New York? There's Brooklyn Nets. Ah, Brooklyn. Well. And there's two baseball, isn't there? Yeah, the Mets. New Yankees and Mets. Mets. And, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I just think Levin Bell is going to come back ready to go, chip on his shoulder. Yes, the Jets are probably the difference between him being number one and number three. Yeah. I think people forget how good this guy is when he's up and going. He's going to be nothing. But if he's dinged, if he doesn't play 16 games this year, shoot him. Like, what's Could the be, but, He, he I mean, might be greened it's out. It's a very different offense He's coming from the Steelers' offense into the Jets' offense. Jets have a lot of talent on that team. Mm-hmm. A and much we'll better see. offensive line. Oh, yeah, I'll do him right. I don't, I don't think the Jets are going to the playoffs, but I think Levin Bell is going to be good. I think it all depends how much weed is available. And I think in New York. I take, I take when I do my list, I look more at the player, not the situation. I look at it more, of it, which is di- that's and it's fine. We all but look at we, it differently. It, oh, see, the way I look at it is how they're going to perform this, this year. year. Yeah, well, that's oh, what it is. I well. think no matter what, he's going to put up big, big yards. And oh, big, for the three big games big he risk. plays before getting he's, suspended for drug use, he's probably Simple. the third best receiving back in the NFL, which makes a big difference to yards. Oh, I would argue he could be the best receiving back. McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Saquon. I think you've said no. one of the guys. Cohen. I think is the best receiver. Um, anyway, okay, so three. Let me about who was your three? Todd Gurley. Oh, not funny, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Fucking Todd Alvin Gurley. Kamara. All right, let's talk Alvin because we've all had Alvin. You had him. Where'd you have him, Dijel? Nine. Nine. <laughs> I had him at six, and you had him at three. Yeah. So you said to me that would I take Alvin Kamara over uh, who DJ was talking about, Joe Mixon. In just in a if separate was, situation. Yeah, if it was You just true. think Kamara's situation's that good. I do. Yeah. I think it's... A, and now Ingram's gone. They've got... They've Latavius Murray. They've Latavius brought out Murray. Latavius Murray, who yeah, kicked like, butt in Minnesota. DJ, we need to sit down later and have a conversation of what you think kicking butt is. Well, then look up his fucking stats. Done. Keep talking. I'm looking it up. Um, I had him on my buddy will fantasy league. Believe me, he won me a whole bunch of games. <laughs> him and old man AP. Mate, this is the problem with you. <laughs> you just think he had. Okay. How many yards do you think he had last year, Deej? 600. <laughs> at 578. <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. How many touchdowns? Seven. 
<laughs> six. <laughs> See, pretty, pretty good. But that's not pretty good. That's not a good season. That's, that's a, a backup running back. That's a freaking good season. Well, he started the first five games because Delvin name, Cook didn't play. Name another right. better right, backup right, running right, back. Right, right. The, the point is that Ingram and Kamara at the Saints was almost borderline 50 It's not going to be that now. It's not going to be that. It's going to be if like If he steals 20. six or seven of Alvin Kamara's touchdowns, there goes seven of his 14 touchdowns of Alvin Kamara. Bad oh, luck, Alvy. So how many, how many do and you... And saying that, look, I'm not, gonna, I'm not the cl- denying that Alvin Kamara's on an amazing running back. I just think that now he's going to be sharing, sharing some of those goal line runs, possibly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, he might take a few of the goal line, but... Also, got to remember but that Ingram the took Saint, all the goal line. It's yeah, not like Kamara was long. Ingram up the scored goal line. six touchdowns last year and twelve the year before. So out of fifteen games, it's eight hundred and eighty-three yards. What you want from a starting running back? You talk about Kamara. Yeah, but uh, his situation out has of changed. fifteen games, his situation has changed. That's what I'm saying. Well, he, now just ha- he now just has another running back who also vultures yards and touchdowns. No, nah, so I don't think they will. I don't think Ingram will. Like you got to look. The other thing you got to look at for Kamara is his receiving yards. He had 709 receiving yards. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. <laughs> so, no one's taking those stats away. He also had four receiving yards. Believe touchdowns. me, Latavius, I have bricks for hands, Murray. Isn't yes. going to take any of those away. Yeah. He also had four receiving touchdowns and 14 rushing touchdowns. So, he had 18 touchdowns. So yeah, that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. you know, and then And in that, Kamara had seven last year and 12 the year before. So, even with Kamara vulturing his touchdowns, New Orleans, he had... Eight his first year and five eight rushing, five receiving. So what's that? Thirteen. Thirteen touchdowns. And then the next last year he had eighteen and Ingram had seven. Ingram missed the first four games. So Yep. I John Payton and just Kamara's yeah. And Drew Brees and all the receivers they've got. I just think Kamara's skill set is just so hard to not love. He just can do he you know, he's just a little bit worse than McCaffrey in that area. So you had him at three. I had him at four, I had him at six. Oh, you had, six. had him at three. You've got him at three. Okay. DJ's taking Jules is taking the situation into account, yeah. which I, I that's like. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, three. Who was your three? I had Toddy Gurley. Todd Gurley, who Ooh. I had at seven, and you had at ten. Ten. That's right. I think Hell. his his injury is terrifying. Okay. So you're worried about right. whatever the, his arthritis reportings are of his knee. Well, it's either yeah. arthritis or it's mental, and we don't know because they won't tell us or he won't tell. Both them. are pretty bad though. Yeah, both are pretty bad situations. Todd Gurley, keep in mind, he had a really good, he had a, sorry, a good rookie year, a terrible second year, and then a good third year, and then dropped off a bit. So, so, he, so last year he had what seventeen touchdowns rushing. So I don't even know how many he had receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, he had twelve hundred and fifty-one yards rushing. Yeah, and that was from fourteen games. And all he was an say, MVP candidate at one yeah, point. At, at about in about probably the last two or three games, he was playing on one leg. We didn't play the last three games. And he had 21 touchdowns last year. Yeah. Including receiving. Yeah. So, like, don't get me wrong. I think Todd Gurley is outstanding. And if he's healthy and everything is good, then he's back to a top five, top three running back for me. So, next are, year, are we predicting him to have an injury? Because No, I'm predicting that he's already he got an injury. So, yeah. I'm yeah. predicting that he's he not didn't right. have one. So, yeah. So, that's what I mean. So, is it mental? Because be. that yep, could be could even be. worse. Could because be worse. as someone who works in that sort of area... <laughs> Mental illness is a lot harder to fix than a sore knee. Exactly right. And and look, if it is that, then that's obviously horrible for his career. Yeah. Um, however, I can't see him going downhill. He's got an amazing coach. He's got quite a very much talented team around him who are hungry after losing a Super Bowl. I don't see him dropping off at all. He also gave them almost nothing in the playoffs. He Pretty was, much nothing. He was question mark injury during the entire playoffs. He played very well against Dallas. And then Which was fine, had a but, game off. But I think CJ Anderson also ran for about 150 a yards. Billion yards, yeah. And then New Orleans, he had so that was four the game. carries for 10 yards. He had a touchdown on one of those carries. And then against the Patriots, he had 10 carries for 35 yards. If anyone watched the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he I did. Did you? I yeah, know, I watched it. Watch um, he had he had basically had a bunch of carries early on, and he he did not look healthy at all. No. So uh, people were actually challenging. Um, Sean McVay afterwards about why did you play an injured player um, and he said oh well he told me he was ready to go well that's that's a bullshit excuse because when would you ever listen to a guy I when, know I always N- lied about being healthy especially in the I NFL healthy in the <laughs> NFL when they've got medical staff to get paid millions of dollars to assess guys that's on him. Oh, no, he said he was fine. He like, said he was ready to go. That's what, what he, he said. What is he, your daughter who wants a cupcake? But do you know who was more upset about it? It wasn't the Rams fans. It was all the 
betters, all the punters were more upset because they'd put a bunch of money on him winning like MVP, most rush yards, first touchdown. That's what who actually came upset, became upset with the, the organisation. They're going to find them. They're yep. trying to start an injured guy. Yeah. No, um, I think the same. I, I, I just that I concerns think he's a me a lot. Yeah, you, your thinking is fine, and if he is fine, yep, number three he's is got, he's absolutely got the entire okay. Off season to get better and find out what the hell is going on. But yeah. he's a freak. It's the mystery around it that yeah. concerns. If anyone me. watched him last year, oh my god, he is a oh, he's a freaking freak. When he's up and going, he's a superstar. There's no doubt about it. All right, that's always not my number one because of injuries. Three horse. No, we just my did three was Kamara. Yeah. Kamara. Okay, so I'm assuming we all have ones and twos. We have the same two players. I'm going to leave, read out my two and one, and then you guys can do the same. Yeah. I have number two, Saquon Barkley of the Giants, and number one, Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. Who's two and one? I have number two, Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys, because mm-hmm. I don't want to be kicked off the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number one, and Sonny number, Michelle? <laughs> and number one, Sonny Michelle for the New England Patriots, because <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. No, but number one, Saquon. <laughs> I'm assuming you're two and one, Saquon. Ezekiel Elliott at the Dallas Cowboys at number two, and number one is my man. Saquon Barkley, number two overall pick. Should have been Sam Darnold. I am, yeah. <laughs> Bad pick, good player. Yeah, I'm, amazing I'm, player. I'm happy amazing to talent. eat. This might be a bit of homerism for me because yeah. I watch every snap of Ezekiel. Mine was 100% times. homerism for yeah. Saquon and I just felt backed up by the stats, his situation, his yeah. talent, his thighs. I think you can almost argue... Huge. You can almost oh argue God. the same argument for both of them. They're identical. They I, I actually protect struggled. like superstars. Yeah. They... Receive like superstars. Saquon Barkley is used a lot better in that area. I think that's what they've got to get more out of Elliott, but he can do it. They both run downhill and, very and well. And downhill runners, they're fast, yeah, they're strong. They, exactly they, do, right. they do everything. For they me, are the they were basically backs. identical to in, um, to the point that I only put Saquon first because I knew you would put Elliott first. The only reason I... And <laughs> do, you, do you want to know what the big reason that that split these for me? Because I think either of them could be number one. It doesn't bother this, me. The amount of suspensions they've had? No, no. Well, hey, Barkley's still got a couple of years to catch up, mate. Don't worry. He'll, nah. he'll, he'll rip Alec some girls off. Elliot has character questions. Yeah, he does. That's and exactly what, right. what, why I have Elliot at one is there's one big reason. It's offensive line. Yeah, no, nah, it makes offensive sense. Offensive line doesn't matter. You know that. <laughs> Saquon Barkley did what he did without an offensive line. That's what I mean, which that's is impressive. Right. But for me, like going into this season, I think... Yeah, that, that's, that's it. Situationally. They get Travis Frederick back. Yeah. I think Situationally, my dog could run behind the offensive line of the Cowboys. I'd agree. Um, <laughs> bad hips, but can still run downhill. Yeah. Um, hard to tackle too. Yeah, very <laughs> hard to tackle. Very bites. fast. Bad <laughs> bites. Um, and that's the thing. Like, If you get the entire offensive line back and healthy, then that's a scary situation at the Cowboys. Like Connor Williams, the second round pick last year, is going to be better this year at left guard. I, I'm, yeah. I think whereas, the upside whereas there. Whereas can, I reckon he could run behind nearly any O-line in the entire league and I think nearly Barkley, do as much as he's already done. I think Elliott, Barkley, Bell, Johnson, McCaffrey and Maybe not Kamara, but McCaffrey and Gurley when healthy could play in any offense and be successful. That's the level there. He Le'Veon Bell didn't run at all his entire year off, so he's chubby. He's not chubby at all. He's chubby. Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> Too many cheeseburgers going out like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'd love to know what everyone's thoughts are on our top tens. I might just up. put an honourable mention in. Yeah, if no, I we'll, can. we'll talk honourable mentions. Who who do we think missed out? My honourable mention is Chris Carson out of the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I had him at thirteen. I had him at eleven. And he was flirting at ten. Yeah, he's um, good. He had one of he had very very high stats last year. I haven't written them down, but I should. Um, he was what the top seven, I think, top seven or six in his yep. actual stats overall for rushing and touchdowns last year at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, he's not really running with anyone behind him. Who is it? Um, nah, the guy's gone. Who they, who they had? I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, and so now he's there by himself. He was actually going to be an amazing running back his first year, but got injured, had the whole year off. He came back as a lot heavier in muscle, and it was just make He had some gigantic, gigantic games. Um, he's a bell cow. Um, can run goal line. He can not run a goal great line. receiver. That's what kept him out for me. He doesn't need to be with, Russ, with Russell Wilson. No, no, I'm not saying a, for that system it doesn't. Yeah. it's not as important, but... It, it keeps him off the field because he's not a great yes. receiver and he's an okay pass protector. That's what yeah. hurts him. Yeah, but in saying that's that, that's what though, kept him out of my top yeah. ten. Yeah, and look, that's why I think the Mito as well. So he's an yeah. honourable mention for me because yep. I think he needs to be in this conversation. All right, um, I had honourable mentions: Joe Mixon, Devonta Freeman. Who you guys? You had Devonta Freeman. Mm-hmm. You had Joe Mixon. You both had Joe, you had Joe Mixon. No, no, nah, you had Joe Mixon. So uh, we kind of covered them. The other big one, um, 
I think it's Nick Chubb. That was my other one. And he what, runs in a committee which is about what to be very me. overly pa- overpowered. They've got yeah. they've got Doug, Doug Johnson who's going to take a lot of snaps Duke. there as Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Sorry. Duke. I don't think he is, but I think Hunt's uh, going to come in. Hunt kicker coming season. back in round nine. Yep. But very talented. And the other guy I think people are going to bring up that I don't think someone ever mentioned is Philip Lindsay. I think he's going to drop who? right off this season. Denver Broncos no, running back. I know who he is. I think he's going to drop off a lot this year. Well, I know people will bring him up. Denver fans. Look, will he was very up. exciting last year to watch he as a unsigned free agent. That was the only yeah, thing. That made it was him very so exciting good. to watch. He had a thousand yards, which only yeah. six, I think only six guys had a thousand yards last year. So. But yeah, he, he, look, he, he is a, fast, but he is white. Nine so. guys. They have an amazingly in. Peak condition quarterback coming in though, so you never know. Now the balls are going downfield. Mm, yeah. mm, the mm. other big one, AP. Where do we all see him? He had a thousand yards last year. I could not <sighs> believe that. Darius guys, four point two a carry, seven touchdowns. Oh, amazing! Amazing <laughs> resurgence of his career. Why would you have him in a committee at the Redskins? Why not? It's basically free to have him there. Yeah. I think with guys, they, they signed him cheap as. Is it guys or juice? It's some guys. Call him it's juice. guys. His nickname is Juice, um, but it's Geis. I asked because he was on my dynasty team. Um, But yeah, so basically he's coming back from injury once again. Knee injury, once again, we don't know how much, how how good he's going to come back. Um, And so it might actually be good for them to have a committee until he actually gets back on his feet. And And they also drafted another running back as well whose name's escaping me. Um, But so look, it's a good situation for AP because look, he's what, 33? Ish, yeah, um, I think so. And he's, I can't believe what he did. But don't forget, last year, the three of the games he had his biggest yardage Bryce were all Love, in overtime, know. and they were off like a, a five-yard dump that yeah. went for seventy-five yards touchdowns. Yeah. And so a lot of his stats, although amazing, some of them were a little bit over-exaggerated because of single one inflated. Plays. Some of them were inflated. Would you say a little bit? Yeah. Even but, then, yeah. I love AP. I think he's amazing. They drafted. But, they drafted Bryce Love. Price up, thank yeah, you. So they've, got, they've got Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis, Chris Thompson, who's pretty handy, and Bryce Love. Is oh, Chris Thompson's ch- the one. Is He's there good. a chance Adrian Peterson doesn't make the roster if Geis looks really good? What's he getting paid? Like a million dollars? Yeah, it's, a, it's pretty low. Yeah, it's You keep him just having in the locker room saying, hey, do this, do that, learn. Yeah. That's because that's the sort of guy. I know we talked about Flacco earlier, but quarterbacks are traditionally like, because you can play till you're 40. They're also, yeah. so they, they don't want to lose a job. Whereas running backs, Adrian Peterson's kind of like, we can all be in the same room. I can help these and guys. No one wants friends. to be disciplined yeah. by him because they don't want to split a sack. And yeah. a guy like Adrian Peterson needs that to be on a roster, I think, right now. Absolutely. He needs to have something else. And in his yeah. I the last thing he wants spot, is a though. team to come and say, he's good, but he's a pain in the ass in the locker room because he'll be yep. gone. Yep. Yep. yep, he's good, but he whips the shit out of his son sometimes. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Split sack. It happens. Well, at least he's, he's not kissing him. <laughs> oh, Jules! You know what? Jules I wasn't going to have a gauntlet. I was, I was. T- I promised. That I, I wasn't going to bring it up this week. week. We actually chatted before you we got did. here and said, "Let's promise give Jules a week it up." But now that you've brought it up, remember when Tom Brady <laughs> tongued his son? Jesus, that was intense. <laughs> I was going to say, time. at least he didn't break his son's arm and beat the shit out that of his pregnant sorry. wife. Like, and that note, yeah. let's move on. <laughs> yeah, hey, open your arms, kid. <laughs> no, that's good. All right, I think that's it for us tonight, guys. Good show. That was good. Nice, smooth. Uh, good show in the new studio. Let us know. If the sound, if it sounds echoey, let me know because I can get some stuff to make it sound better. The room's a lot bigger, so it might a sound a little different. Uh, but as the room gets a bit smaller in the next couple of weeks, it will certainly get more... Soundproof as well. So, and I've also got those little panels you can put on the walls. So, if it is eggshells, yeah, I can put the eggshells on and try and get a bit better that way as well. Cool. I should just pad all the walls and just be like being in, be like being at home with Trent in the asylum. <laughs> uh, it's all the times you're weeping. Yes. No, boys. Thanks a lot, Hulls. Thank you, mate. A pleasure, um, mate. Your top ten was outstanding. Not even Joe mixed on it. it was a real win for all the pieces <laughs> of shits out there. So <laughs> proud of you. Uh, Any place for the Bengals? The Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> DJ, I love you. The best DJ. Thanks, mate. It's been a pleasure, pleasure. as always. Um, just give you a heads up what's going on. Thursday night, we'll have the Fantasy Football Podcast again. Those boys are absolutely humming now. Lewis, now the official partner of the Vault Studio, Fantasy Partner. We've got um, FF Down Under. Give FF Down Under or Fantasy Football Down Under a follow on Facebook, Twitter. They're actually a very good follow on Twitter and join the group FF Down Under. Their um, 180 team. League is still trying to fill. He did a cool website. It's all based on Marvel 
Marvel or yeah, or Marvel this year. So all the leagues be based around Marvel. So his website looks incredible. It'd so be head fun. To, head face to, the vault head studio. To FF down under and um, yeah, face the vault studios fantasy football and sign up. It's only fifteen bucks to sign up, and if you win, you win over a thousand dollars. So if you think you're a good fantasy football player, this is your chance to prove it. I'm in it. I don't expect to win. It. I don't love fantasy football. Who, who was you in it yet? Uh, I will be. You I, will I thought I thought it was all snapped up, but nope. no, no. There's. I, 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 think, I actually think he's thought about a hundred, which. This wow. early so is very early, pretty so impressive. There's still a few spots. Trent, um, I'll minute for the up. second year. In and a what row? we'll do, I think, we'll, we're also we. Lewis went on another podcast, Aussie Guys NFL, um, the other week. Who actually friends of the show is another Australian podcast. They're great guys. Um, we're gonna do a league, a fantasy football league. Um, Lewis is thinking up like a special, like cool little league where we're gonna get them in. The three of us, Lewis, James, their two guys. Um, a couple of other podcasts are going to come on and we'll do a live draft for that as well and have a bit of fun of a few beers in the studio and um, do sounds, a, bit, sounds a, bit, good. a bit of a draft night for that as well. So that'll come up. Lewis is in the middle of planning awesome. that. Uh, the website, volshio.com.au. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, patreon.com forward slash the vault studio. If you have $1 a month that you can spare or $5 a month, please sign up. It goes a long way to buying me a new bar fridge because I fucking <laughs> dropped it. Because you dropped the last So time. we need the money right now more than ever to get this bar fridge back in. Now, I think Burnley Brewing will come in and that's a good segue into Burnley Brewing. Thank you for providing the beers for this show. Absolutely delicious. We've enjoyed, DJ's enjoyed a few too many. Mean Halls have kept it responsible tonight. So you say. So we say. We're just liars. Um, but no, thank you guys for your ongoing support. You can find them at 648 Bridge Road, Richmond. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Burnley Brewing and you can find all their information. Very cool company. If you want to go to their website and read the about you, uh, about us, it's um, very cool. Their head brewer is the only German qualified brewer in Australia ever. So it's a very hard, very, very hard creditation to get, I guess. And he's got it. And yeah, very good guy. I met him last week. So thanks for them. Did I miss anything? Have I got everyone? No? No, all good. All right, boys. Thank you very much for being See here. You next week. And you'll hear from us all next week. DJ, you want to give us a little bit of an out? Get hard, stay hard, my friends. Thanks for listening to the NFL Podcast, brought to you by the Vault Studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for The Vault Studio on Facebook and Twitter.